This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. We are back with Hafta yet again kyunki angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We have a panel that is very diverse including someone joining us on the phone from Karnataka but before I introduce our panel I would just like to plug when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers are served as is proved by cobra post sting which we will discuss um in this podcast so do subscribe and pay to keep news free all of you who are listening to this podcast for free uh, you are getting the chota hafta which means you have been short changed to get the full change and to be the change you have to subscribe and pay for news because someone's got to pay if it's not you it's the advertiser in which case it's not serving you so today we're going to be discussing the following the forthcoming karnataka election for which we have someone from karnataka because we get a lot of criticism that you delhi mein baith ke tum south ka gyan pehlte ho so this time we have someone who can tell us gyan from on the ground and his name is prabhu malikarjun he's a journalist he works as managing editor at one of one reporters and all news professionals listen to this definitely use their services it's a fantastic uh, collection of reporters who do freelance stories but they are a collective he reports mainly on south politics he's worked earlier with the new indian express and financial express among others welcome prabhu hi also with us is our managing editor raman kripal hi raman sir hi we have meghnath uh, columnist and uh, performer of constitution hi <laughs> performer of constitution thank you manisha pande hi our in house anchor reporter and general spreader of wrappers uh, that she throws around when she eats anything and then she pelos gyan about south india whatever i always throw my wrapper in the dustbin i think you talk about yourself how you make interns and all your employees pick up wrappers behind you kaise yaar batao aise matlab aise reporters throws a banana peel at us uthalo log but i don't eat bananas i'm diabetic so aapki chori pehle hi pakdi gayi so um and madhuli joining us shortly we'll be discussing the following the karnataka election and possibly the poll date leak what that means the cobra post expose which has been mainly ignored by legacy media ram nomi which has become a huge celebration all over the country uh, in rather macabre ways um then two killed in clashes during ram nomi in bengal bihar curfew imposed during ram nomi celebration so it was a nice jolly ram nomi all over the country yet another journalist killed this time in a really sick way by running over by a truck video footage of that also emerged this time in madhya pradesh and these three journalists were run down by vehicles uh, there's an article in the guardian on it so indian media makes its way to international um, news publications as well for not the right reasons the data breach controversy bjp blames congress congress blames bjp everybody blames what's it called cambridge, cambridge analytics. analytics and cambridge says it has nothing to do with us as a university then bjp calls rahul tech illiterate uh, the autonomy of universities the ugc grants autonomy to 60 educational institutions we will not discuss it in much detail in this podcast because you can listen to more gyan on that in our other podcast reporters without orders so that won't be discussed here and we will discuss the cbsc leak um and if we have the time anna hazare's hunger strike for lokpal <laughs> at um the, the ram ram leela ram leela maidan uh, and if anyone wants to discuss cricket you're most welcome i'm not interested <laughs> so let's start with you about karnataka um prabhu mm-hmm. a um as of now 
what seems who seems to have the upper hand not that i expect journalists to predict elections because it's it's not a very no- noble or accurate pursuit but what are the issues going to be in the election and the media coverage during election in up we saw was very polarized are we expecting the same right. kind of media coverage there well uh, interestingly this and particularly for the media coverage if we talk about we have seen uh, chief ministers and ex chief ministers visiting some of the media houses and then you know giving an art talk and about cap talking about their political parties and uh, you know the future of uh, 2018 and the next five years so this is something which was not done before I and mean, earlier media used to go to political parties and get an interview now that political parties are coming to media office mainstream uh, you know media offices and doing so something uh, you know it's lo- looking at a different level we uh, kind of campaigning that we are looking at and that said see it's going to be a important election for all the three political parties the congress the bjp and the regional party in kds uh, interestingly congress seems to have an upper hand because they seem to back on the bank on the uh, kind of stable government that sudramaiah has delivered but bjp has got not much to uh, campaign for so they are bringing in national leaders and then again bringing in the aspect of the the modi favor uh, what they are calling it as and If I, I would like to divide the state into three different zones: the the south region, the north Karnataka region, and the coastal region. So mm-hmm. the, the the battle seems to be interesting at three different aspects. In north Karnataka, the Congress has already challenged the BJP with the uh, Lingayat vote uh, bank by you know giving them a special status. And mm-hmm. in terms of the coastal region, while BJP has an upper hand, they've been campaigning hard with respect to. killing of some of the karyakartas and uh, you know bjp has won many mpp seats there so they have an upper hand so i mean similar to the entire narrative in kerala about the karyakarta killing kind of thing but one question i have for you the lingayat issue how mm-hmm. important or significant is it and of what i have read uh, mm-hmm. yedurappa too had signed a petition asking right. for us uh, them to be declared as separate religion several years ago um so right. is no one is going to oppose it is is that what we have to understand and why uh, well the, see bjp has been see now the bjp has been put on the back foot what they are saying is i am putting forward a lingayat leader that is yadurappa so which is why you know uh, all lingayats vote for bjp aspect that's what they claim however congress has uh, you know diminished in terms of the lingayat vote bank by just putting the ball in the center's court now the center cannot take action because the moral code of conduct has come in place so Congress has won in terms of you know okay fine I've given you the status now it is at the center's end so seems like Congress has an upper hand here it, it may not be much of an important for JDS as as because they are banking on the Okaliga vote bank I see uh, does anybody have anything to add on this uh, just stay with us um, Prabhu on the yes. Lingayat issue. Um, Ek, uh, do any of you know how Lingayats are significantly different from other Hindus or if there is any I mean, Shaivites and Vaishnavites? Why? Uh, what is the difference in Lingayats and other Hindus, Prabhu? Uh, well, the Lingayats follow the Basavanna principles as such. So that's the only uh, you know difference that comes into aspect. And mm-hmm. even, even if you look at Congress, the Congress has been targeting the Lingayat movement for a long time. It's not just that it's coming in the last three, four months. In the last one year, if you look at, they renamed uh, some of the universities with uh, Akramana Devi Women's University, and they are, you know, uh, Basavanna's photos has to be put in all government offices. So they've been quoting controversies in the last few months or a year. So basically, this is their way of kind of dividing the Hindu vote 
But was the Hindu yeah. vote ever consolidated in Karnataka like you find it in, you know, other parts of the country in, in the north? No, the Hindu vote was not consolidated. But what you call as the Kannada acronym, Ahinda, uh, for you know, the minorities, backward classes and the uh, Dalits, this was consolidated during the 2013 elections. So the Sidramaya government came to power because of the Ahinda vote bank. Now that they are looking beyond Ahinda and then, you know, going for, uh, going for Lingayas and... Uh, 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 Anyone? Congress has? Yeah. Sorry, anyone has an intervention or a question for Prabhu? No, uh, this, uh, the BJP build up after Amit Shah took over, say in the Mm -hmm. past two years, I mean, how is this happening? Can we quantify the BJP build up in the past two years in Karnataka? In terms of Uh, Kader? uh, I would look at from two perspectives. One at the grassroots level, how they are growing, and two at the national level, how they are playing the politics. Mm-hmm. So if you look at, for the BJP, considering that Yadurapa was, uh, you know, involved in the mining scam, arrested and stuff, they don't have much to say about Yadurapa. So mm-hmm. they are bringing in the good politics of uh, Modi and Amit Shah, that's how they are suggesting for the state politics, which may or may not work because state would also look at some of the state leaders, how they are. Uh, that said, Amit, at the grassroots level, these guys are good. At every block level, they are arranging like nine numbers, which includes uh, you know, a backward class member, a minority member, uh, a Brahmin, you know. That's quite nice, and actually. Be, yeah, so, at, and these nine will have to go to every house and then tell about BJP's, uh, you know, agendas and what they have done in the last five years uh, at the national level, and then that's their campaign move. So, while there is not much of prominence that is seen in the media, but they are growing at a grassroots level to a great extent. But to be clear, that's how, you know, Pol- elections, elections are won. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what Aap did in, in Delhi. Uh, sorry, sir, you were saying... No, no, no. Having said that, what are the issues? And will the issues uh, be prominent in, uh, you know, victory of any party in Karnataka this and, time? And, and before you say that also, uh, is it... Is there something that we've missed that secretly Amitsha hates Yadurappa because he has done a blooper twice, which I have on video, where he said Yadurappa is the most corrupt, corrupt Sarkar... Person. And his translator also, as has been reported in the news minute, he, uh, Amit Shah's translator during the campaign said that Modi won't help the poor. Um, so, I don't know why, why, does Amit Shah have a secret agenda? I, I also want to add so that he can answer collectively. So, I think he, uh, you mentioned that uh, you have divided it, as in, for reporting purposes, uh, uh, into three zones, right? Uh, Karnataka. Yeah. So, uh, right. is it, like, I've been hearing that uh, there is a big VHP build-up in the coastal Karnataka areas. Like, there were a lot of um, events of Hindu show of strength in that area. So, how is that significant for the elections? Uh, BJP has been strong in terms of polarizing the, uh, uh, you know, the communal votes in the coastal region. I said because there is considerable uh, Muslim population, there is considerable Christian population, and the Brahmin population that exists in the coastal region. Right. So they always have an upper hand there. Okay. So and considering that they are campaigning on the Karyakatas you know, killing, and so that's the only thing which they have got. So. And what are the other issues, as Raman sir had asked? See, issues uh, again. Uh, if, if you look at up north. Uh, it is more of not not much of importance being given to the backward class and that is, and in terms of development uh, and importance of the education sector that's not being given in the northern sector. Down south, it is more of the urban vote which they are targeting again the infrastructure development and perhaps 
even killing of Gauri Lankesh would play uh, certain roles in the you know what and uh, how it is going to emerge in the Mysore and the uh, Bangalore what but and towards the coastal region well it, development may not play a card where it is more of the Hindutva consolidation of what will play much of a role. Hmm. I see. Interesting. Okay. Um. Thanks so much for joining us, Prabhu. Any other in- you. input you have on something significant that the media reported that made you say, "Wow, that is worth commenting on." Oh. Well, I think uh, Asadudin Owaisi's party is contesting in Karnataka. Even if he, let's say, gets two seats or three seats here, I think it will have some impact in terms of you know how the Muslim vote is going to be uh, not looked at. Which One thing where. Uh, Considering that Muslim, uh, the percentage is about 12% here in the state. Uh, if Congress do not capitalize on consolidating the Muslim vote, they will lose out. So which means Congress need to find good leaders, good Muslim leaders, and then give enough tickets to the Muslim candidates. So. And one more thing I had, you know, I was in uh, Manipal um, a couple of years ago at the university to deliver a lecture and pollute young minds with my lecture. Uh, so in the evening, since there was nothing else to do, they had invited Hartosh also to deliver the lecture. So they said, would you like to um, check out our beach? There's a beach close by. So we went to the beach, Hartosh and I, at sunset. It was quite nice. <laughs> but we didn't hold hands because there are these... There are these... Uh, <laughs> we, we clung on to each other's beards. No, there are these signs that say there that... Um, in fact, I've got a photograph of that. I'll, I'll tweet it out that don't hold hands, have some shame or something like that. And I remember Hartosh, uh, I'm sure he'll never be invited back again. He had done his research before he went there. He said that I've been told that if any of you young students are caught out in the streets at night, the cops catch you, force you into an auto and send you to back to your college and your whatever college principal or vice chancellor has given that instruction. I don't believe you kids are not rebelling against it and accept it because it's illegal. It's against the law. If you're out in the city, it's up to you whether you want to come back at 10 or 11 or 12. How does a college manage to do that? And how do the police listen? And how is there... I mean, I'm I'm not saying that uh, all students should be as rowdy as Delhi University students. But how does a college campus accept something like this, Prabhu? I don't understand it. Uh, Well, the youth are not coming out because of the simple fear that's created in the coastal region. When an MP, uh, uh, you know, or a subordinate comes and threatens the police and then says, Malgur will burn if you file a case against any of BJP Karikatas. If that is the case, I mean, that's the kind of fear that is created. So, which is one of the reasons why there is not much of the world that we see in that region. Well, that said, in, in, in you know, Udupi region and parts of Mangalur region, we see youngsters, you know, talking about it in social media. but. Honestly, well, it may not be that. Oh, I see. Thanks, Prabhu. Thank you so much. I hope you have an enjoyable yeah. coverage of the election and your reports find themselves into every self-respecting newsroom. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Raman, sir, why don't you start? What What issue is you think of significance that happened last week? Mm, something which hasn't been covered mm-hmm. uh, much. I think Cobra Post. Mm-hmm. Right. Cobra Post. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me, uh, we've, we've discussed it with, with uh, Amit on the other podcast. So those of you who want to hear a first-hand account, you can li- uh, listen to Reporters Without Orders. That's a free podcast, you Mufat Khur cheapsters. So you can listen to it for free. But um, why, why do you think, uh, is it a... And also, not just has it not been covered, a lot of very prominent journalists didn't even tweet out that story or even question it. Some have. 
is it an aversion to sting operations is it because they think that no, they'll I be think... next because he has said there'll be part 2 coming up in 2 weeks maybe it's because everybody is doing it now so <laughs> no it has it it obviously had to deal with the media so basically there is an unwritten rule that one media house will not touch the another so unlike us i mean unlike news not so you won't see uh, you know the other newspapers like times of india will not be reporting much about hindustan times but uh, hindu covered it hindu, hindu and indian, indian, indian express uh, so very it? few very yeah. few uh, and very very rudimentary hmm. I I don't think the Hindu report named nobody any tried channel. to cross check. Nobody tried to do you know no take the story further. Forward, huh? Uh, so normally we journalists take the story forward, you know. Uh, but in case of but having said that, I personally am. I mean, not a sting operation fan. I do hate sting, so <laughs> for that matter, <laughs> I I don't. I think that sting I is lazy investigation. It is in a way. See, if you are doing some investigations, which is document based and all, and there you need to do some so little sting, part of a larger, so, uh, if, uh, larger, larger cons. Then it is fine. But otherwise, just video evidence is uh, nothing. Koi bhi kuch bhi bol see, see, see what has happened in this particular. What was the, what was the expose? Expose was there's one undercover reporter. He was doing most of the talking. He was trying to sell the Hindutva. uh hmm. you know agenda hmm. and he is going to not even going to the editorial staff he is going to the sales. mostly to the sales people sales people okay i mean i have worked for 30 years i'm in a place like indian express sales to i mean they don't matter they never come to us in a place like dna also i mean the sales guy will just come and they used to say ki sir ye carry kar lijiye ho sakta hai to karo kar lijiye ha nobody will come to us and say कि हिंदुत्व का एजेंडा आपको फ्रंट पेज में लगाना है ऐसा आई मीन आई हैव नेवर सीन लाइक दिस सो दे दे हैव पिक्ड अप द वलरेबल पीपल आई मीन इन द सेल्स आई मीन एंड इफ यू आर ऑफरिंग समबडी दैट इफ यू रन दिस एजेंडा एंड आई एम गोइंग टू गेट यू वन करोड़ रुपीज and that's what matters to the sales people in uh, in the newspaper but why didn't they come to us we could use some money maine kaha hat dogi this is this is actually so i the... find it very i think they just went i i didn't find much uh, you know in this sting operation hmm. this is actually the second story which is based on sting operation which became big the first one was the cambridge analytica one hmm. which was also based on a sting but operation but this didn't become big that exactly that's yeah. based on a sting operation that's as well that's based on a sting operation as well and so the thing is what what i was coming to i mean i'm very conflicted about sting operations but i do feel that things that would not otherwise come out come out during a sting operations but i i mean you guys will be more uh, legit people to comment on that but what i feel is the if you compare it with say the cambridge analytica sting what cambridge analytica was doing would never come out in the open unless you know some client went in and, sure. and that has worldwide ramifications no, cambridge... but this one also has quite big ramification because till now everybody sort of knew instinctively i don't know like you know there is something going on there is a agenda being pushed by channels etc which is very obvious but this is the first time we see it on video first time we see it on video and they're doing it for money that is what the important thing. manisha so yeah i'm also conflicted on sting i'm not a big fan because i think it can take a story to only a certain place and you if you don't investigate further you just left at the surface or the trend of what's happening But I think this thing first. I'll get to the, first the media coverage. 
we have today a media that reports on whatsapp messages unauthenticated whatsapp hmm. messages find their way into tv news find their way into prime time debates find their way even on front page so this is not about authenticity this is purely because media name there are media big media houses named in it and there's a part 2 which may name the rest hmm. so i think it's just about not touching it because you can be caught as well in it and i'd say that even a coverage does not mean that take cobra posts videos at face value you could very well question it you could talk about the trends that come out of it but the complete silence is bizarre except for indian express and hindu no one even touched it is to me really bizarre inconsistent with not the not surprising in a way and i think just the sting operation bit i've seen the scoopoop one uh, very clearly i've seen the dhenik jagran mm. one very clearly and i've seen one more tv channel i forget the name there there's even proof there's this, so he this guy poses as an acharya he says i want three things done first pedal soft hindutva then target opposition leaders and then uh, glorify hindu leaders like yogi the very next day after this conversation you see on a tv channel targeting the same guys that these guys have a conversation about targeting you know modi ke sath dushman dainik jagran guy dainik jagran has said he didn't have any uh, you know authority to make the claims he did but he is completely unabashedly talking about and this is not just a random sales guy he's a guy who's in charge of three regions and he's saying you know that hamara uh, to identity hindutva hai agar kisi ke sath so ke bhi data nikalna hai to hum nikalwa denge aur mamta banerjee ke west bengal i mean he what he's saying is that we yeah. have yeah men and women and who will go and he's saying that mamta banerjee ki against we'll do targeted investigations against her which is then again you know you and i it's an editorial director that's meeting so i think it's a very big thing you don't have to report it in a way to just say wow what a great thing and lovely and everything is fine but to at least raise it up and look at what's happening in the media i mean to have such like thin line between sales editorial ads news it's it was very and we have here madhu hi madhu hi. you missed prabhu oh that doesn't rhyme i thought it rhymed <laughs> in, my, in my head it rhymed madhu prabhu, madhu and prabhu, ooh, prabhu prabhu chawla no no prabhu uh, no no <laughs> prabhu from 101 reports from karnataka to give us the view okay. from karnataka okay. young able no oh, i missed that i would have liked to hear it but so, i'll hear it on the but after. on this madhu i i know what your view is but let's tell everybody else also on this thing well i think it's um, n- notable that manisha has mentioned hindu and indian express um because as far as i know these are two papers that do not do uh paid editorials mm. and impact mm. features and this thing so it is notice and she's mentioned it for good reason secondly i think uh, as far as stings go i think there are some stories that can only be done as a sting because uh when things are done um, say for example that the helka uh, operation west end you cannot ever catch army officers taking money uh in a straight sure, story right. it has to be done in a sting and if it's in public interest i'm all for it but the it has gone haywire as you saw after the telka thing there was a series of stings where everybody was doing it on each other mm. politicians were doing it on each <laughs> other and it went a little crazy so i think it has to be very carefully monitored for example um the daily news sat on a sting operation for a year and a half in which they did a sting in on real estate on how blacks are turned away from certain areas and certain neighborhoods and even then the editor was not satisfied he said he may 
have turned them away for other reasons. So they really sat on it until they could get the proof uh, with the sting operations for a year and a half. That's a long time for mm -hmm. a story to sit. So that's one thing. Secondly, I think that what Cobra Post showed uh, was shown much better, more intensively and extensively in a film that we had put on News Laundry for a long time called Brokering News, in which they had done sting operations as well as open interviews, which showed that newspapers, especially pre-election, during the election campaign time, they go with packages to, uh, especially regional papers, they go with packages to politicians right. and then say, if you pay more, we'll do negative stories about your uh, opponent. Also yeah, so all, all that has been done before. So I think I was not very uh, surprised or excited about this scoop whoop thing. It's been done far more uh, journalistically and deeply in that film, Brokering News. The other thing is that these, it's not a secret that um, uh, new large news organizations, particularly the ones who invent, the one who invented it, they have uh, PowerPoint presentations on, they'll go to, in fact, hospitals, they'll go to corporates, they'll say, we will do a package for you in which we'll do uh, editorial. And, you know, so many times you'll see a full page on how dysentery, bacteria, um, diarrhea is destroying uh, villages and rural health. And then you turn the page and there's a thing for Dettol. And that's mm. not an accident. Or mm. it's even on the facing page. Right. So Dettol kills all germs and do this mm. or do that. I mean, it's happened invariably. It just requ doesn't require high intelligence to yeah. figure yeah. it out. Any average reader will see that this whole page has been removed and then use Dettol in the next page and all the germs Oh, please. I just have uh, uh, just wanted to add, I, I was actually curious that, I was wondering, had what if this person had posed as like a congressy guy hmm. and offering a lot of money I also need to know, is it ideology or greed? That's this is right. a very Would good point. He, sh he should have actually done both, which Anirudh did in um, uh, these... Cash for questions. Yes. He, across party lines, yeah. everyone was winning. He did yeah. it across party lines because the sting before that, he'd been accused mm. that he was targeting a particular ideology. So he did both. He did all, not both. He exactly. did all. There are many parties. Mm. And for, one, for, one for, the, for those of you who uh, are not aware, it was a sting he did where he went to MPs that... You pay them money and to raise a particular question in parliament and they'll raise it. Um, I have two things to say on this. One is whether he people would have said to a pro-Congress agenda, anti, the fact is that as long as that is how news is funded, that is the news you'll get, which is why you must subscribe because that is the only way you'll get independent news. The second is it reminds me of sting operation that I had done uh, long <laughs> ago. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember I was. ये बुढ़े ऐसे ही करते हैं ना सारा time अपने हमारे ज़माने में तो हमने ऐसे किया हमारे ज़माने तुम लोगों को तो कुछ नहीं आता बच्चों को. I was putting my hand in to take out this thermometer. I was supposed to see the temperatures, and a wasp bit me on my finger. Oh God! Which story was this? And I had to remove the sting. So that was I my sting Such a bad joke. <laughs> okay, fine. Huh, you were saying, Meghna, I no, hope, I I hope, I hope you makes more sense than that. <laughs> I'll try. Because I'm setting the standards really low. I'll try. <laughs> Actually, one very good, it wasn't a sting, it was a kufia operation, kind of. So, Bangaru Lakshman was doing, I think it was Bangaru Lakshman was doing a, uh, what is that uh, black magic puja? 
Tantric. He's doing tantric puja in the dark or in a in a shamshan bhumi. And this, I think it was Manoj who went and got in court at all. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> what were you saying? No, one interesting thing about this thing of which Manisha also mentioned was Scoop Whoop. Right? Yeah. So Scoop Whoop is not a news website. Right. But what the guy said was we will run, say, memes and videos saying Papu and, you know, whatever mm. those words, we will implant them. Mm. I think this is like a different sort of, um, you know, like propaganda tool that is being used now. I mean, approaching Scoop Whoop, I wouldn't have even thought of it as a journalist no, think, to go no, there no, maybe. They're calling it journalistic because six IAMC guys had started it. No? I, mean, the Scoop I mean, it had news but, operations uh, and they stopped. But, so it's but been the in the middle. news the thing new, shut down. Uh, this yeah. Scoop Whoop yeah. is not a news organization. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. anymore. But but other than that, I a full disclosure, uh, we've done work with Scoop Whoop and the CEO is, is known to me. I do think, although I think Manisha disagrees with me, I think it was unfair to club them with the rest because even what they had committed Hmm. was not what others they had said that we'll run some spiritual stories on exactly. mythological day exactly. which may be a propaganda tool but that's very different from saying that we will run reports exactly. so I just thought it was unfair to club all of them together mm. so it's a subtle propaganda weirdly yeah, subtle was, no, but this is what like he says. this is what the Ra- Russian Facebook thing was accused exactly. of exactly this that they were running ideological campaigns mm. racist campaigns by first ta- targeting the kind of people who were sitting on the fence or whatever and they were focusing exactly on ideological campaigns but, uh, but, but being subtle about it like he says we can do it smartly smartly yeah but that's, yeah, but that, yeah, that's yeah. different I mean I'm not endorsing it, but basically the danger of clubbing everything together is, is but, yeah. but speaking of stings before we move on to the next subject I did uh, do one sting Madhu at News Track I don't know if you know you remember Nivedita and Rahul they were yeah, a of couple course. so Nivedita wanted to do a sting operation on all these sablo clinic handani shafa yes khana. I remember that, you remember yes, that? Yes. and her own husband who was a reporter refused to do it he says there's no way I'm going to these shady and, and saying I'm impotent so <laughs> who was so who was the person who was told <laughs> Niku Zara, come pretend you're my husband. I said, you have your own husband here. Actually, I signed that story because when we first started the magazine India Today, mm. I had sent, there was this, uh, you were too young to know, but every bus had behind it a poster with a guy with um, a turban and moochies. Uh, yes. yes. yeah. And he was this big sex clinic. Uh. And he had all these devices that would fix everybody's problems, impotence or whatever. So I told Sunil Sethi, mm. Uh, veteran Sunil Sethi and my sister to go and pose as a couple. Oh, and that didn't work. That's why I put... So <laughs> No, you, but you it know? did work. It did work because Sunil, I, funnily enough, my sister came back and she said, you know, all the way there, Madhu, all he said was, I'm not going to let him look at my tool. You can maybe do anything else. Madhu can't make, him make me show my tool. I won't show my tool. <laughs> okay, good. Because uh, in case you're wondering why Nivedita's story never made it to light of day, we were sitting and the guy, Sablo Clinic guy, I think it was called, what clinic was it called? So, I had hair till here. In any case, I looked very thin. So, it was not hard to believe that maybe I have some problems. <laughs> so, he said... So, I didn't look like a wearer. So, he says... Uh, so, up and do you remember Ashok, the cameraman who also covered Ayodhya? Yes. Those days, the Sting cameras were not so cool that anyone could wear it. Like, you needed a cameraman even to hand, <laughs> handle that. So, it was like here, you <laughs> had to know. So, I was wearing a mic. So, he said, Why are you I said, This is my brother, I can't do it. He said, He said, He said, So, he went out. I started panicking. And then this she said, I don't do anything. I was trying to keep a straight face. I was like, dude, I was, then he says, You are like this, you are like this. So I looked at Nivedita that uh, now you ask some questions, give us some other, basic idea was get some other references to see if it works, it doesn't. So of course, I didn't think that she expected me. So she looked at me 
डॉक्टर साहब कुछ बोल रहे हैं आप कैसे लड़कियों की तरह शर्मा रहे हैं मैंने कहा ऐसे डॉक्टर साहब नमस्कार मैं जरा अपने भाई से पूछ के आता हूँ आई वेंट आउट एंड नेवर केम बैक आप ये करते हैं वो करते हैं और आवश्यकता I have an email to read. This email is a short and sweet one. It's two forty words. Hello, Hafta team, subscriber, subscriber, and writing in after quite a long time. Might seem a bit late now, but I have to say that Hafta one sixty two is easily one of the best in many months. With T S Sudhir, Garima, and Samrat giving the excellent inputs, Mr. Sekri was missed as Manisha appeared to be rushing those guests with a few seemingly inappropriate interventions, oh, breaking sorry. the line of thought. <laughs> No wonder she managed to wrap it up in 70 minutes <laughs> despite it being so rich in terms of variety. I noted a joke about your staff not getting salaries in the last hafta. Sadly to my inquisitive ears it did not sound like only a joke though. There was some palpable hatasha in that sentence. <laughs> This instance and the fact that it has officially been over a year since the last episode well, let's talk about almost 10 months from the last episode of Clothes Line together give me an impression NL may not survive till the 200th hafta. I sincerely hope I'm wrong about this and you guys managed to get enough subscriptions to break Brian Lara's record. of highest individual test score trivia for mr sekri from a spot he doesn't follow thanks rahul thank you so much rahul uh, and he is saying please get close line back uh, i thoroughly enjoy uh, i'm looking for a, i'm trying to audition younger more cluden journalist who will cluden to nahi milenge younger shayad mil jayenge younger, younger with a sense of humor but serious about politics so, so uh, i'm looking uh, for someone thanks uh, any of you can audition if you like rahul thank you so much for that email um Of course it's always a struggle news is a struggle especially news which doesn't survive on advertising if you know anyone who you think uh, but uh, we do believe this is the only model that will survive i have no doubt about it i do believe i have a presentation i think subscription rates are a little too low i, I think they can then go high rahul please encourage They're friends extremely but, low but importantly i will say this rahul that i i do believe I have a presentation that that can prove this is a, a viable model if you want to see it or you have any people who want to see it and want to get involved happy to write to me at abhinandan.sekri@gmail.com and if any of you listening think that you can be part of the solution of making news sustainable uh, by being a part of news laundry um, please mail me so on that note uh, raman sir has to head yeah i have to go okay raman sir you have to go so please carry on okay, thank you thank for joining you. us thank you you have lots of stories to look at there's all sorts of things happening right now uh let's just move on t- uh, to the next issue which i think is a very important one i just want to know uh, from the panel if you think it got enough attention is that ghastly visual of that journalist being run over by a truck while he rode his scooter i mean i i can't even imagine how painful that death must have been the guy um the the truck has been you know tracked down you know at the drive but it's not got anywhere i saw um the madhya pradesh chief minister's assurance to the media who who were quite pissed off with this but did it make the impact you thought it should or would i mean there there were protests at, at in delhi even mm-hmm. i don't know i think um there is a level of course it has it these things have to be covered and they have to be shown but are sensitive we are being desensitized also the more we see these things 
uh, it's getting to be so normal. Mm. Just as, uh, you know, 10% uh, less of farmers' deaths is something to celebrate. Like, they're not 12,000 last year. It was 12,000 last year. It's 10,000 this year, which means, means almost one every hour. But is anyone reacting? Are there more stories about it? No. The farmers did an amazing march. That's over. So the the blood and gore level has hmm. risen. And sometimes you look at even the films that are being shown, you know, hmm. commercial films, whether it's Hollywood or Bollywood. The level of violence is sometimes just for the sake of violence. So I'm really wondering that are people questioning this, that when they show these things so many times in such an... Uh, and without warning, you know, most most many ch international channels will say we want to warn you that there will be yeah. uh, some disturbing visuals. Disturbing disturbing visual, so if you want to switch off, please do. But uh, Banisha, so sorry, uh, um, so the thing that you mentioned. So uh, the name of the journalist, if I'm not wrong, was Sandeep Sharma. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yes. Um, and uh, I just wanted to read out the tweet as Madhu pointed out the tweet by ANI on this. Right. Mm. It's hashtag watch. Chilling CCTV footage moment when journalist Sandeep Sharma was run over by a truck in Bhind. Wow. He had That's been reporting sick. on Sand Mafia and had earlier complained to the police about his threat in uh, to his life. That was a tweet with a picture Hashtag of him. watch chilling visual. Watch yeah. chilling visual. You see, this visual. is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just disturbing. Most news websites have this section now, like a viral video section, which is just accidents. Like yeah. people being run over, people being crashed. It's quite like... Also, the again, like this was about because of a sting operation. Right? Yes. You know, he did a sting operation on the policeman who was bribing, yeah. who was taking a bribe from the sand mafia. So, I think you know that as as Madhu rightly pointed out, we are getting very used to this. Hmm. You know, like also there is like this barrage of information coming on us at all times. Plus, there is this competition to sh to probably now show the most goriest of things on get attention. Yeah, basically. to get attention. Hmm. I have to ask this question, why is ANI doing this? Like, it's a wire service. I just want to understand. Uh, so they, they don't, they're not supposed to care about views, right? Or, or are they? I mean, no, uh, yeah, yeah. everybody's using, carries it. exactly, everyone's using ANI anyway. Yeah. But I think they've That's got caught though. up they in the mahal. That's what it is. So they but got I think caught up they in the mahal. They also probably are monetizing it. They also want more followers. I'm sure, I'm sure they have some way to monetize their direct traffic. I, I, I don't have, know. I have this question because, um, so when I was a little um, segue from what this was. So when I was uh, working in uh, parliament, there was this one point where I confront, sort of confronted an ANI reporter there where uh, he was asking someone about Surya Namaskar, right? You know, like a person, uh, an MP who came out of the house. While the GST discussions were on and the finance bill was being bulldozed through, this guy comes out and he's like, Yogi ji ne Surya Namaskar ke baare mein baat kiya hai, please comment dijiye, right? So I was like, I, I was very stunned ki, you know, there are so many important things, why wouldn't you ask? So... I am um, the the later he said I, and exactly this question I ask you why do you do this you're a wire service so he's like no but you know we are encouraged to do this I mean the the more sunsunny or the more sunsunny the bite is the more you know news channels carry it the more sort of bonuses they get so maybe the reporters are so driving the this whole value chain of incentives is yeah. oh God, that's horrible no. to give reporters bonuses like that so yeah, but on Sandeep Sharma yeah this was a sting where the police uh, he basically exposed the nexus between the sand mafia and the police I think it didn't 
elicit the sort of outrage there should have been because of the nature of the murder but i've also feel increasingly at least for the past 2 years when it comes to journalist threat j- murder or issues in media freedom it is always played up when it's a left and right thing so gauri lankesh where there's an ideology mm-hmm. at play a left ideology versus a right ideology we we really get outraged but these so to speak unsexy things like exposing san mafia hmm. or really basic day to day reporting and that most of the journalist deaths have happened because of mining mafias no Maf- absolutely because he's not part of any left yeah. or right yeah. Yeah. so so then yeah, exactly. it's just if it were the left so there's no, right wing there's yeah, no uh, we seem to only react when it's an ideology but no, no it's like the, the trolls on both sides then react yeah. you see yeah. here yeah. it's a journalist who is exposed is doing his job So as you said it's not but journalists did get together to protest this uh, at Delhi which was an encouraging yeah. sign um but i i will what effects do these protests nothing, have exactly I'm, even I those are becoming like a common yeah, but i think now. that, that is some token kind of a thing to but do but i think now. that is something that should be done whether they have an impact because yeah, we never know done, what yeah. kind of impact they have but um i would like you know this link to the article in the guardian three indian journalists run down and killed by vehicles Sandeep Sharma, Naveen Nishchal, and Vijay Singh claim to be victims of deliberate attacks. So you can watch, uh, read the story, and see that Indian journalism is making it international for all the wrong reasons. It's tragic, um, and I think this says a lot about where we are as a society. And I'm not blaming any political party or not, as a society as a whole. And for this criticism that I've heard that people are killed all the time, why is it special if a journalist is killed? Mm. Like journalists are getting together that they've been killed. No, I'll tell you why is, that is. There's a huge difference because a, a person getting killed in a property dispute or a person getting killed with a, with a gun in a barat by mistake, mm. by a bullet, stray bullet. Or, or a rob, robber ra- killing a cab driver. It's a different thing because exactly. here's a guy, it's like a soldier dying. It, Mm. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. like the, the job. Do you not react when a soldier dies? You do because a soldier's death is different from an average murder. Yeah, exactly. And a journalist's death for exposing a story or people, any mafia, whatever—that's the same as a soldier's death. How can you compare I, I, the two? I, and in fact, a soldier is expecting combat. Yeah. You sign a up. Journalist. You when you sign up. To, uh, you sign to the up for army, combat, you right? know that you're going to risk your life. Exactly. You s- you know that you have signed up to maybe d- most probably d- or maybe die. Exactly. But I when you sign up for journalism, I certainly did not di- sign up to yeah, die. Exactly. Yeah, None of us say I think that it'll be. And the thing is, and journalism is basically sunshine on governance for the rest of society. That's why it's called the fourth pillar. So, when a lot of people ask, why is it? Why are you protesting? Because one of yours is dead. It's not just because one of a news professional is dead. It has a larger impact on society, and uh, you know, I wish people would understand that. And I wish people would join the protest yeah. instead yeah. of just yeah. saying journalists job, because it's important. And in one way, it's our fault because journalism has so been, you know, uh, what happened with Scoopu. I mean, this yeah. paid yeah. news There's and all so this. Much, yeah. So it's it's not Lack a clear cut among the because media. in say the seventies, eighties. Uh, If something happened to a journalist or if Rajiv Gandhi tried to pass the anti defamation the public was behind journalists the public yeah. was always standing with journalists and journalism today is because Now of that problem a lot of anti sentiment against journalists yeah. and especially in tense situations like riots if you go the people feel like aage media wale you know tamasha banane ke liye now you know when i was covering the mandal riots also. i remember people would tell me like the writers would say madhu idhar aao madhu you know that kind of thing they would take me to the action here when you go now they you're you're lucky you get out alive and while i completely understand why that's problematic for society and for journalists 
I mean, I, I will say, I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but I can understand why it's happening because of some of the kind of journalism that we yeah. see today. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. It just makes people angry and uh, with good reason. So um, if I could just quickly come through now the whole data piece. Yeah. The data stealing and all. So in fact, my recommendation for this week is also based on that. I don't have a very committed position. I don't have a very committed position on this. Um, so context, there is a company called Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica has a whistle. If you haven't heard of it, where are you living? <laughs> I know, it's everywhere. You turn on CNN, you turn on F- French Monday TV, whatever, it's everywhere. <laughs> Republic <laughs> Times Now, everywhere, yeah, everywhere. everywhere. And the Congress is saying the BJP use them, BJP is saying the Congress use them. If the Congress did in fact use them, then I don't, I don't see how this analysis actually is accurate at all because then that means it doesn't fucking work so we can all go back to sleep so chill out (laughs) but um, Meghnaad you have been you know involved in the whole Aadhaar shebang and this whole data thing Um, if you could as briefly as possible explain what the problem is and why has it become such a big deal in the west right like um, Mark Zuckerberg has agreed to testify in front of a congressional committee Uh, the British Parliament has called him and it seems like someone important may go there. Right. I mean, parliaments are taking this seriously. So, um, okay, so to start off with, here's like, having worked on elections also, political parties have been doing data mining and analytics for years. You know, like, they took take election commission data, which is publicly available. They run scripts, they put it on Excel, they run scripts, uh, surnames identify karte, and then caste nikalte, religion nikalte, and based on that, area-wise campaigns are being done. Hmm. Uh, when a politician goes on the field and gives a speech, it's not a random collection of words, it's always uh, For the done, local with, market. Yeah, done with the objective of making the audience move, and, you know, obviously. So, um, but what Cambridge, things like Cambridge Analytica does is that A, it makes it easier for them to do this analysis and B, it's, it makes it more detailed, right? So this is cycle. This is like a psyops thing, right? You know, this is a term that has been used a lot. Psychological operation. Yes. Like if you look at the sting that was done on Cambridge Analytica, he said this very clearly that we are not a emotions pay elections are we don't find it fight elections on facts anymore and the second thing he said is that to change the way people vote you have to change the culture and then to change the culture you have to change the people themselves right right so what Cambridge Analytica things like this is they are doing is that they're doing much deeper damage to people behavior wise right Election campaigns may speech though vagre vagre that's fine. But when you are on a daily basis, not coming out of a politician's mouth, but from say a Facebook or from a Twitter or every, everywhere, a social media platform you trust. When you see like things being barraged on your head, it has a psychological effect on you. And that is why people are being yes. betrayed by Facebook. That's so it's not so much about. But but, but there is one more thing here. Um, Facebook does this on a regular basis, based on algorithms, right? Correct. Based on what you like, what you yeah. don't like, it huh. feeds you information you all the time. Search for Jutti next so, ten days, Jutti ads are popping yeah. up on your. But the thing. problem is when they started sharing this data with Third political parties. parties to influence voter behavior. So that's the problem. That's really. a problem. It's not just yeah. using it as an ad algorithm. It's not a marketing tool anymore. Right. So um, Manisha, you have anything to add on this? No, except that uh, was it the Cambridge Analytica where they said that they are depressed. Uh, African-Americans so much that they didn't come out to vote. Yeah. That was one of the ways in which they... In Kenya, they they started riots. How do you gauge that people are depressed or they're just lying drunk having a holiday? Yeah, a lot of it also needs to be like 
Yeah, a lot of it I sounds. I think a lot of it sounds exaggerated also. But also because he was talking to a potential client, so yeah, it's very exactly. natural that he'd be like, "I'm here because they." So you overpromise, yeah, over and you underdeliver. That yeah. is yeah. standard. But uh, the key thing is the data going out of Facebook to a third party, you know, right. person and without you knowing. And then it can be used in all sorts of different. Yeah. I, I think uh, the two things here. One is. That sting operation, Cambridge Analytica was especially problematic because they said that we will lay honey traps. Yeah. We will arrange a beautiful woman to sleep with the yeah, yeah. Uh, politician in question. We will record that and we will make it go viral. So, matlab end-to-end solution. Hum honey trap bhi hum le karenge, usko record bhi hum karenge, hum target bhi karenge, upload bhi hum karenge, sab kuch hum karenge. Yeah, he's like, we'll so, do a sting operation and then the sting operation was done on him. So. And haan, wo, <laughs> yeah. <this is> meta. <laughs> like meta, meta sting operations. Yeah. Saadi mein saadi parad, saadi sting pe sting, bee ka sting. But the, the, the more important thing I think here is, on analysis like this, is it working or is it not working? I think there are arguments on both sides. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know about Kenya, but... Um, in fact, my recommendation is a podcast. It's called The Other Real World. It's it's basically about how UN-backed reality show called Inspire Somalia was a, a, a reality show to get Somalians to sing and stuff because this ultra-Orthodox Islamic, you know, hmm. regime that had taken over was... So they influenced things like that. And, it, and there is uh, data to suggest that reality shows impact reality and how societies work. So wow. this kind of stuff being bombarded, I think, hmm. could impact... But I will say this, it's a bit like an economist. An economist says, I do. A, I recommend a particular economic intervention. Hmm. If it works, he or she says, see, I was right. If it doesn't work, he says, that's because that year monsoon failed. Yeah. That year there was this Lehman happened. That year, because there are 50 million things that impact something as complex as an economy or a society. Or so, human behavior. Or human so behavior. So... If it works, the economist takes credit. Right. If it doesn't work, the economist blames 50 other things that have happened. Which is why an economist is never wrong. Right. He, he's always fucking right, no matter how <laughs> daft he is. So uh, I think this is a bit like that. So there's no way of really knowing. But to link link what you are saying to a bunch of things, right? Uh, so Dhruvrati had done this interview with this IT cell guy. Yeah, yeah BGP IT. Uh, where, where one one interesting thing that came out was that at number eight, there is a fake news website now. Yeah, yeah. Most number visited 10, in most India. Visited. India resists or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that so basically fake news is selling and they're selling through social media mainly Facebook mm. where they create lakhs of pages of we support Indian army we support we are Deshbhakts etc and then they share it through that mm. so they get traffic the other thing um, so the thing is that about Cambridge Analytica I feel because I sort of know that there are other companies also doing the same thing Hmm. You know, like Cambridge Analytica is not the only one. It's not this unique. Exactly. It is just one of them. And there are like a lot of companies who are getting into the data mining and analytics business. And it's yeah. a very lucrative business now. It's All I think one of the campaign. most tell me highest which company paid. isn't. Because if you're yeah. on, if you're on, say like I was uh, mentioning it to Abhinandan, that if I'm shopping on online, say for multivitamins, and I don't buy it at that instant, then I go on a news website. Right. That, that, the ad for that multivitamin that I have not bought will follow me on every website that I go. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. For days later. That's true. Mm. Okay, so they figured it out. Then I go a random another website and similar things will keep popping up. So they are profiling me constantly. Google is profiling me. The online shopping is profiling me, which... And this Jabong, 
yeah. I have a real problem with Jabong because they're constantly sending emails to which when you click on unsubscribe, you go to a page which says, before you unsubscribe, put your email address and log in with Facebook. So then they're mining my email, hmm. they're mi mining my Facebook. email and my Facebook and my password for Facebook right. before I can unsubscribe. Right. I'm furious with this jabong. You cannot unsubscribe without giving your all your data and, you, and they're constant SMSs and everything is no reply. True. Who the hell do these people think they are? Absolutely. And mm. but but they send like four emails a day. But uh, you uh, need to install ad blockers. <laughs> but like no emails. 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 Okay, yeah, emails. emails. That is but spam you know, basically yeah. mostly. I. It's but sorry. the funny thing Could, on Cambridge mm. is. So of course it's blown up a lot because apparently Congress used their services. Everyone does. I think everyone did. And I think, like you said, like if they employed Cambridge and they lost so many elections, so doesn't say much. But the funny thing was yesterday. Rahul Shashankar got hold of a PPT uh, that Cambridge must have made for its clients. So he's hmm. <laughs> talking about this PPT as like, uh, you know, secret, secret dossier. dossier. <laughs> it's a PPT it's presentation. A sales presentation and then he's like, this sound, uh, they, are, they want to know, they have Exclusive. mapped the, Exclusive. the funny thing in India, so they've mapped caste data. This diabolical P dossier shows us that they are mapping our caste. I was like, have you, do you know what Indian elections are about? <laughs> it's about caste. Like, you don't need Cambridge Analytica to come and teach us that. Such duffers. It's just, so it's just okay. taken out. This mail is from Nishant, 680 words. Nishant, I probably won't read all 680. Hi, NL team, been a while since I wrote to you guys. So I will just say up front, this is not going to be a 200 word mail. My goal is to make my email feature in the next hafta. It's not to make my email feature, in the next, but to address the panel in episode 164. The whole discussion about the Facebook data breach was just banal. No one on the panel except Shiva made any relevant point at all. I think you needed a software engineer's point of view on this matter. Perhaps someone from your own tech team would have had better insights. Yeah, Venki would have some good Madhu ma'am asked whether this was legal or just unethical. Technically, this may all be legal, but this cannot be dismissed by saying that the eventual bias of fake news fed to those people did not matter because they were for Trump anyway. Both Madhu and Anand seem to believe that fake news cannot really lead a person to change their mind while voting. Please listen to this excellent radio podcast link. I think he may be su suggesting the one I had already uh, suggested. Then he goes on to say the way Russians who are now indicted by Robert Mueller use them to spread anti-Hillary sentiment. Again, Nishant, well, it's hard to say whether that is what led to Trump or not. But yeah, um, it's a theory that is worth exploring. It's not conclusive, I will definitely say. I'll just move on to his next paragraph. He says, now coming to the technical aspect of all this data collection by Facebook, Amazon, or any other tech company, the data they collect is not just coming from what we choose to post online, but in our online profiles. They're trying to collect the data even when we are not using that app. As a simple exercise, just scroll through the settings of all the apps installed on your phone. Each app, when installed for the first time, asks us for certain permissions, and most of us just grant them. And this, you know, Messenger, but there is a catch the app has access to your mic. This, we've discussed, many apps have access to your mic. The same is true for other apps as well. Now here Nishant goes on to say something. I'm not sure if this is true. I mean, Nishant, not to doubt your... But as, as news professionals, we have to be very certain about such claims. He says, here's an example from personal experience. I recently had to change the battery of... Um, here's an example from personal experience. I recently had to change the battery of my wireless mouse at home. I already had the batteries. I did not Google them or looked them up on Amazon. I just said it aloud. I need a new battery. No, no, no. And no, guess what? No, a few no. hours later, I started seeing Duracell ads on Facebook. This a guy from New Zealand also. has written a simple no, script really? which can be downloaded to see what data of yours is saved by Facebook. Does he have Alexa? 
No, apparently Facebook's messenger microphone is on or something. Like you switch it off so it can hear you. Apparently, I don't know. It's happened dude. with me. For I was talking with my mother about going Amit to Bhutan. Amit is nodding his head. A crack journalist. Is that true, Amit? According to Sunil Abraham, who is also expert on tech, he told me that uh, we were discussing about uh, the possibilities of data harvesting done by mm. Facebook. So uh, he said that uh, there's a graphic API uh, feature of Facebook which can read our messages, what whatever we share on the Messenger app. So yes, But they can, can actually. But mic audio. We're talking about talking. No, if you are providing access to your microphone, your uh, so camera, they, they have. Obviously, they have access to your microphone and camera, so if they want, they can access. No, but he just changed his batteries. No, so no, I, this no, happened no. with and me. And she's talking about uh, talking about traveling about, to Bhutan. I was talking about talking. Ta yeah, just traveling to Bhutan with my mother, and then the next day I saw an ads like places to stay in Bhutan, and I was I, like, I didn't even type this. Like, how did this come? No way. I swear this happened. Now I don't know. Maybe we're all being paranoid, but <laughs> no, this did okay. happen. No, it's better to be paranoid than to. No, okay. I I have. Okay, a, sorry, I'll, I'll just finish this email. Yeah. So he says. You know, a guy from New Zealand has written a simple script which can be downloaded to see what data of yours is saved. And this is why I thought that someone with technical domain knowledge would have added a lot to the discussion. Sorry about making this way too technical and boring, and hopefully I have not scared you. Well, you have scared us. I just thought <laughs> this sort of point of view was missing from the discussion. He's It's good gone to on, scare us. No? He's gone on to yeah. leave two links. One is a Radio Lab link, so that is fine. The second is a Code link. So Shubham, our producer, will just check if that is an appropriate link to put. Because it shouldn't lead to some fake news website. Because that's not what we should do. Thank you, Nishant, for that valuable letter and valuable input. Yes, you have scared everybody. Um, I have I have two quick points. I think this happened with me with a TV. Like I was I was talking to someone about uh TV for like a few days. I didn't say anything anywhere. I started seeing TV ads. It was extremely creepy. And then after that, I was trying to remember who I spoke to about the TV. I just I checked my messages. Could not. Remember, this uh, the second thing I think uh, which which he also uh, pointed out. I think okay. I I mean let's look at it another way. The algorithms have become so creepily accurate. It's 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 mind blowing, right? You know, even I think I don't even know if Facebook knows what their algorithm is doing anymore because there is a lot of machine learning that goes in. There is a lot of AI that is being used now to actually target ads and you know just profile people. um so i mean it might be just pattern recognition for all you know and that at this appropriate time maybe the battery ran out and the algorithm recognized that it started to i mean i don't know how that works anymore but i have so, deleted uh, facebook from my phone at least i think uh, everyone yeah. should like get it yeah, get rid so, of it from your phone i don't yeah i don't have don't the apps have. on my I've, in any case don't have any no but, but anisha we can delete uh, facebook from a But every other people, we are apps, we are yeah. going on Google all the time. Right. Instagram, I Google, WhatsApp. Exactly. Yeah. I think Google. All owned by Facebook. Google is keep keeping track of what we are doing far yeah. more than far Facebook, more than, and they're using it for to target uh, us with advertising. So what's different? If they're targeting our minds to brainwash us to buy certain things, right. then it's the same That's as. That's true. And then Google has our Gmail. Our exactly. They have everything. They so have. I have a, I have they question. have all our mail in which we are talking about. professional and personal issues all the time so they know what's happening in anyone's business at any time okay so there are hackers who hacked into for example barkha dats emails which were exposed so it can happen to anyone i think it's really put uh, the internet itself in danger yeah. because people are going to come up with regulations mm -hmm. that are so tough that 
I think we have to have it's some make e-commerce. Ravi Shankar Prasad is already threatening Facebook now. Yeah. Uh, but to oh, to, they just look for excuses. I'm sorry. They don't even I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. Uh, no, but uh, one question I have for I think all of you is when does it stop being ethical, right? For example, uh, what Madhu said about say marketing right uh, they're trying to sell you products right when it comes to say some using that data to for election and behavioral you know whatever assault uh, mm-hmm. does that blur a line or is that marketing as well because political parties also market themselves i mean they are marketing up themselves like a product now that is essentially the change that has happened so where does there, it I, come can i answer that yeah. see they're doing that in speeches on television live in any case but they're identified Okay, you know you're listening to a BJP politician. Mm. You know you're listening to a BJP or a Congress spokesperson. So you have a filter. When you're watching, you say, okay, usne to ye aise bolna hi hai. Isne to claim aise karna hi hai ki GST was wonderful. Congress spokesman will say it was rotten. You know all these things. But the difference in this is that when they do this subtle target advertising, you don't know where it's coming from. They are manipulating your mind with ideology in a way that agrees with you slightly hmm. and then takes you into a direction that they want you to think. Right. So that is brainwashing. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so Why I think ethical also? Yeah, I think the ethical thing is something that is an ad should be an ad yeah. the thing is that if what i'm seeing on my timeline or on my wall or whatever it is called are views that kind of echo each other that's problematic because those are articles because let's say i've written an article hmm. saying that you know it's okay to lop off the heads of a certain community and 10 people have written articles to that effect some less some more but xenophobic and by and large those are only kind of articles that i'm finding on my timeline right that kind of reinforces my head that that's how society thinks that's acceptable mm. so because th- those are not ads those are genuine articles but they're coming up because they think a particular kind of content consumption is goes my way i think that is problematic i think it should purely be chronological hmm. what i choose to see on my timeline it should not be based on what is more engaging and what is more finding more shares i think that's bullshit like it is on twitter i yeah. believe uh, on twitter you have the setting you can either have it chronological or whichever are the more popular tweets mm. Uh, and something that is an ad says it's a, it's a sponsor it's a, so i think i think yeah i think facebook that puts used it to have real time at one point yeah they removed Tweeted, it yeah yeah right. google used to have real time as well by the way what like, is what the, the google real time was launched i don't know if it's active in other countries where you google something and real time news starts coming where when say a publication posts it okay. then it comes up and then if someone posts so a tweet about it that's also so comes it's not up the most searched for yeah. kind of stuff okay Um okay my next email is uh, quickly after this I would just like to know the panel's views um on Ram Navmi what have you guys been doing in Ram Navmi all your lives <laughs> and this time what are you doing in Ram Navmi how was Ram Navmi I was outraging you were outraging not not okay. about the festival so I was outraging about parliament being off the next okay. day hold that thought I'll just quickly go over this mail this mail is from Sandeep Hi news on your team I have been a subscriber for of NL for a while now and intend to remain so I strongly believe subscription is the only model that can keep the semblance of independent media intact and hence do it do my bit to convince my friends here in the US to get an NL subscription thank you Sandeep really appreciate that Abhinandan's weekly jab at Mufat Khors does work and I hope he continues doing that yes Mufat Khors are you listening have some shame pay to keep news free you must see buying undies for 250 rupees and a cigarette pack for 300 rupees khandani shafa khana pills for 1000 rupees <laughs> and other such things you know but the one thing that you need to keep up is the the, the sanctity of news other things even if they don't remain up it will chalega but zindagi kaise chalegi bina news ke so please subscribe 
New Zealand does a great job in providing a platform for all kinds of ideologies and opinions. However, I do feel views expressed by some of the Hafta panelists at times get predictable and appear to be get coloured by the respective ideologies. Isn't that inevitable, Sandeep? We all have our ideology, ideological biases and preference, and I think the mainstream media does more than better job to reinforce these prejudices. I feel news only is different and a bit more objectivity would help the listeners get a nuanced perspective. Well, we shall try, uh, but I don't think we give binary op- opinions, but yeah. And finally, a shout out to Abhinandan. You are a rock star. Thank you, Sandeep. <laughs> what you a smile, my God. Uh, it sounds like he's believing it. Sandeep, look, I'm enjoying So, Madhu, what have you been doing on Ram Naomi all your lives and how was this Ram Naomi different? I'm an Arya Samaji. Okay, so what, what do Arya Samajis do on Ram Naomi? Nothing. Oh, I see. Okay. As far as I know. Uh, so that is what they do even we are Arsim Ajita but I, every year some Kanjaks line up in my mother's yeah, so but kanjak kanjak like hota cultural hai, thing to do but um, uh, it's, we're not into that kind of rituals that much okay mm. Manisha nothing I mean my mother usually fasts for Navratra so there's a little puja of sorts but it's never been like I have never known Navratri to uh, Ramnami to be like a festival or Hmm. Same, but uh, today this time I was outraging about Parliament because uh, it was on a Sunday, and Monday was kept off. Like on Friday amidst din, so eleven o'clock din, three minutes may adjourn. Twelve o'clock, they come back. They are like screaming, screaming, screaming. Uh, no confidence will not be taken. By the way, uh, MPs have asked for a holiday on Monday because of Ram Naomi, so we are going to have an off. Okay, adjourn, and and then Monday was off. So Tuesday, Wednesday was ye, and today is off. Friday is off. Sunday, Saturday is wow. off. So basically, two-day week Long for weekend. Parliament. And then there were rumours also circulating that uh, they will adjourn the House Synodai on yesterday. So I was like, what is going on? Even like, they are not doing it. It's a parliamentary form of democracy, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just outrageous. Uh, so Ram, I was outrageous. Ramji Ambedkar had, had prescribed this, no? Bhim Rao. Bhim Ramji, Rao. what's his Bhim name? Because I believe Ram Nayak has said his name will be Ramji from now on. So there's an excellent report in Indian Express today by Liz Matthew on the minutes for which time the Lok Sabha functions. So yeah. one minute, two yeah. minute, three, three minutes. Minute. It's yeah. really like... So uh, where like is that? Indian Express. Can, like, I, can I plug uh, in my channel also? Indian Express. Yes, please plug yeah. your channel. But before you plug your channel, I'd like you to plug your channel and talk a little bit about uh, uh, disruptions uh, and the no conference motion which hasn't seen the light of day. Uh, after I've just told you about Ram Naomi, why I said what you're doing in Ram Naomi is because... Ram Naomi has become a big deal. I was watching news in the morning and from Bengal to Bihar, there's Aurangabad, you know, communal clash during Nama procession in Bengal, two killed in clash during Ram Naomi. And in Rajasthan, one of the Jhankis, mm. we've discussed this more in Reporters or Orders, you can listen to it there. Jhankis, as in these processions that go, they have these floats and these Jhankis. One of the Jhankis was that insane... <coughs> Man, Shambhulal, who had hacked that Muslim laborer to death. Yeah, and you made a video. Hmm. So there was a jhanki of his. Like, you know, have Ramji ki jhanki and... Holy Krishan shit. Ki. Yeah, yeah, it was oh. terrible. So, so that was a Ram Naomi present, uh, procession which with the children sitting there. and What? Yeah, it, it was disgustingly bizarre. So, uh, and, and then the g- Ram Nayak has said Ramji will... So I, I, I'm just curious, where are those people who would... Say there is no cultural agenda, bhai. It is all a manufacturing of our own head. Nothing is happening. Uh, I mean, I think if you want to go through life blind, you're most welcome to. But I would find it very difficult 
to take anyone seriously yeah. who can say that this is all just coincidence this has always you know uh, you know been part of no 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 never in fact samrat uh, who is from bengal uh, he was tweeting about it he's like this has never been part of uh, bengali culture we don't celebrate ram navmi we don't have processions this is purely like a bjp thing uh, that has come up yeah now uh, I, I, neither have i ever growing up seen ram navmi processions i mean yeah, maybe it happened in the hindi heartland somewhere but wait dashera is huge dashera of course but so ram like in nagpur um like uh, the the dashera procession is nice because i we have like this square called variety square and there is another uh, square so they like they release an arrow from one square to the other and show it with light so everybody comes to watch that hmm. so that is what happens in ramnavmi in nagpur uh so there is a procession that happens and you know that so we, there is a nagpur mein hoga to kahan hoga for those wondering rss yeah. headquarters the in nagpur has always been big. but no totally. oranges are from nagpur why do you do this oranges are from <laughs> nagpur oranges are from yeah, are famous for oranges not rss orange barfi is from nagpur aise mat karo yaar but okay now uh, you can plug your channel and um tell us this um parliament has been dismissed time and again uh, what is uh, I mean is there in your view as a parliament watcher enough reason to wonder that they don't want a table of no hmm. confidence tabling of the no confidence motion please so there it. are there are certain things which are very strange that are going on in the parliament right um first thing is that uh, disruptions are not being done by the congress like even the speak about the speaker's behavior i really so if you want to get a privilege motion i will definitely speak about the speaker but yeah <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no because you can't speak about the speaker if it's he hears this podcast and gets upset then we'll all be howled up to the privilege committee yes yeah, so please <laughs> Mm. the speaker is unbiased she is awesome but uh, <laughs> like uh, no but the the point being that uh, news channels have been covering the club up the opposition right you know opposition and then inevitably inevitably it's like ha congress disrupt karna they aren't though um so no confidence motion was first filed by uh, trs then tdp okay uh, so tdp supported the trs uh, no confidence motion but then trs started disrupting the house right so tdp filed its own no confidence motion so aidmk and trs were the ones who were in the well and uh, you know going crazy uh, after that trs said no no we want the no confidence motion so then now only aidmk is the one that is protesting in the well of the house now aidmk is a part of the nda i mean they are they have always sure. been in support mm. and they are obviously outraging about the kaveri management board which is fair that is a good issue to raise and i'm not saying they shouldn't raise it at all but the whole fact is that is why isn't the bjp even talking to its allies anymore isn't it like trying to calm them down because how the managing alliances is i mean is the lesser problem than why is parliament not being allowed to table a something that five parties are wanting yeah. to table yeah also one more thing that happened in rajya sabha uh, yesterday which i would like to point out um rajya sabha 58 members are retiring and uh, there was like farewell speeches to be given by each of those members thank you thank you whatever uh, some were coming back some were not coming back so that was on the first day it was urgent but the second day everybody sort of agreed ki nahi nahi farewell speeches to hone chahiye but the interesting thing is an ai dmk member went to the well with placards to start the protest two members came from the rajya sabha i can't recognize who they were they showed this they took his hand and they were like sir aaj nahi sir please wapas aa jaiye and he was like what is going on what is going on and then he went back can't they do this every day 
लाइक कांड दी अदर मेंबर्स कम इन एंड जस्ट रिक्वेस्ट देम कि भाई बहुत हो गया चलो काम करना है आई मीन इट्स बिकॉज इट हैपेंड इन राज्यसभा इट्स नॉट कम्प्लीटली इम्पॉसिबल सो या आई थिंक इट इज रिपोर्टेड एनी वे Uh, this no, behavior. No. See, this is the thing that the reporting, as far as the courts go or parliament goes, nobody ever writes the, all this that goes on. Right. They just write. They usne speech ye bol di, usne speech ye bol di, and they judge. follow no officialies. Right. And courts they co- just take the jo court order aaya, usko bas lik dete hain. Right. They don't even explain it sometimes. And this is where I will plug my channel. Yes. Uh, so I have started this channel called Sunset Watch, where I am doing this fun thing. Uh, if you remember Javed Jafri doing Takeshi's Castle, mm-hmm. so I've turned Parliament into Takeshi's Castle, right? Where where I'm like giving constant commentary. So this Sunset Watch, it's an experiment. It's an evolving experiment where the whole point is, as Madhu said, I think people are also not reporting it because it's boring. They watch it and they don't understand so what is going interesting. on. No, but like this is interesting what you just yeah, described. Yeah, yeah. So would that make it? Would that not make it less boring? Absolutely. Yeah, but and I so think that's why uh, maybe like, journalists don't treat themselves too seriously. They'll say, "Ham aise nahi karenge, bore ho jayenge." But aise nahi karenge. I mean, I think there's a bit like sorry to come yeah. in like Sainath, wonderful a journalist as he is, he takes himself so seriously that and he's not the only one. There's an entire school of journalists who are really bright, really good, really committed. But so superior that if you're having fun means that yeah. you are not doing anything yeah. serious. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you have to be sada hua to do anything significant. Absolutely, which yeah. in my view doesn't quite. But I think with a lot uh, of journalists write for their peers or write That's for the minister or write actually. for the bureaucrat. That's insecurity actually. Insecurity in yourself that I won't be taken seriously right. if I have fun. Mm. No, but mm-hmm. with uh, Sansad, what's the fun thing that is happening is that so I'm giving live commentary while the disruptions are going on, etc. And I'm giving context about why the disruptions are happening. But what I do is I also get to talk about what work was not done because of these disruptions. Mm. And the other fun thing that is happening, it's become like a default forum for people. to come and ask about parliament you know because people don't understand they're like kya ho raha hai yahan pe and then they ask questions ki how does no confidence motion work right like 50 and fact, have one to get tie, up they have to count you can tie this in with the constitution because each of these has a constitution episode does, associated it with it so good we should talk we should yeah. we should just um, start doing it in a more organized way and guys please subscribe sansad watch sansad watch okay i'll quickly read last email of the day Uh, after this um anyone has anything else to discuss please do i would just like to spend 5 10 minutes discussing an old gent sitting at ramlila maidan right now oh, at yes. a protest <laughs> who uh, it's over he's got up i'm being told that he's not sitting there anymore it's over oh it's over it's, it's just over got over it why, why is it over farnavis met him said that government is agreed to his demands oh okay so farnavis met him and uh, the government has agreed farnavis came to delhi farnavis met him He came to Delhi. Fernandez came to Delhi. Oh, I see. Okay, so that was quick. So um, now here's the deal. Um, so I'll just read this email. Ashmita Rajput, five eighty words, says, "Hi, Nil team. I wanted to write to you guys about two things for no purpose other than supplying my thoughts on them. Please feel free to ignore or roast on the pod, whatever floats your boat." See, this is the kind of person I like. She says, "I'm writing. If you think I'm talking shit, junk it. If not, yeah, this is confidence. You see." Um, But she doesn't so, have to say that. Yeah, no. But what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, that's true. But Parliament coverage, Constitution. I want to start this by start by saying I have nothing against Meghna and quite like his social commentary. Constitution, great idea. I'm sure you guys out there educating thousands about the things we only learn from civics exam. Basically, what she's saying is that the casual Buzzfeedy way is nothing wrong with it. She's I'm also 22 and I do it often. But I think uh, this format. Um, She's wondering how how effective it is. She's not saying it should go back to serious tuition, yeah. but if something gets 
too casual. So I don't know. I'm, I don't quite agree, but uh, Meghan is right here. It has to be here. too casual. So that was one. Uh, and I'll answer in a bit. You read it. Yeah. No, but that's the point. Yeah, that's the point. It's it's like you think that just what we were discussing before. Mm. That to be taken seriously, you have to be ponderous and boring. <laughs> yeah, mm. she's saying I'm the not most ridiculous arguments said by the most pompous sounding people. Yeah. very serious, academic, and when you listen to the content, it's absolute bull. Yeah, yeah. And, and she says I know it's an amazing idea. And I'm not saying you should change. I'm just giving you my hmm. how I okay. react to it. All right. So we then have an argument against it. She says uh, the Dalit representation. This is a long which she said. She says often we've spoken about Dalit or uh, you know the marginalized um, communities representation in newsrooms and hmm. in in news laundry. And she says I'm glad that you make an effort at least. Most people don't even make an effort, but it's a difficult one to do because you still haven't cracked it. You're right. We still haven't cracked it and and got enough representation here. And because of all this. um she she so she uh, please do read uh, ashmita ashima's mail on our website she has some very very valuable inputs and she uh, ends by saying more selfishly basically she says please suggest who get more variety of people on the podcast so mm. she can start following them because she starts following people who we get oh, and she says it enriches oh, her experience yeah so we should really get more variety so we, more we variety. sort of get the same yeah, kind yeah. so Good yeah suggestion so do read ashima's full mail on our website Uh, you want to quickly respond to that yeah. before I move um, on to Anna's. Ashwin, thank you for your uh, good words about uh, our little project that we are doing. Um, as I said, you know, like I always say this, it's not like a show. I always call it an experiment. Like whatever say projects that I personally do She's are all constitution. experiments. Yeah, constitution mm. was also an experiment. Mm. As Abhinandan will also like yeah. agree with this. Like please, but experiment was a lot of hard work. <laughs> That no, but experiment. Uh, like he, uh, so news laundry was the one that sort of gave me that platform, and then we worked on it, and you know, wonderful team that worked on it, and news laundry added its own, you know, elements to it. So it's an evolving thing, and I agree. I sort of disagree with her when she says, you know, it takes away the seriousness of the thing because I feel that you know people don't see anything anymore unless it's like. fun to watch entertaining so we are sort of moving into the era of edutainment right. it's not education anymore it's not entertainment anymore it's an edutainment sort of a thing so sure. that's what we are trying out and it's a, again you know we will evolve we will change like for example in the first 5 episodes we used a lot of curse words then we found out that a lot of kids are watching so parents were like kya kar rahe ho yaar so mm. then we sort of cleaned up our language and our you know whatever because keeping our audience in mind in season 2 we are going to do a lot more so yeah looking forward to that so um now um regarding anna's protest today was the fourth day if i'm not wrong of of his fast i found out today i i came in here and someone was like anna hazar ka protest khatam ho gaya guy i'm like what protest or <laughs> like it's become that now that's so sad yeah. so i'm just i'm just thinking that during the indian corruption movement A thousand people landing up, fifteen hundred was huge. Huge. Today, two thousand people landing up is a flop show. Have the have the numbers changed? Have the expectation changed? Has the media's uh, willingness to question the government changed? I wonder what has changed. But uh, the latest on the protest is apparently he's been fed, uh, and and Fadnavis has mm. agreed to his demands. I don't know whether they'll go through with those. Uh, increasingly, I think it's become an exercise in vanity. Yeah. um and someone had tweeted the day he sat on on the protest i remember reading so i wonder who will be 
No, what was it? Basically, we're saying that I'm not quoting exactly, but so waiting for the protest to reach the point where um, a neta feeds Anna juice and everyone celebrates, and that's the end of that. Yeah. So one sec. So before I get everyone's views on why this this was a non-issue, is it agenda? Is it numbers? Is, uh, Amit, could you just tell us what happened? Today was Anna's fourth day of fast. He had apparently lost. Five eight kilos till yesterday. I remember that article. What 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 happened right now? It's six thirty on Thursday evening. It's sixth day. Today was the sixth, sixth day. day. Okay. And uh, he had already lost five kgs weight until yesterday's. And uh, the doctors has asked him not to speak and all. So a, a he was asking for three basic demands. One for the farmers that is MSP to be uh, calculated uh, in terms as in uh, the capital investment the interest on the capital investment and labor cost plus 50% of the uh, sum of these three. So this is the new formula that he has given. So government has agreed to this saying that we will implement uh, the new MSP within six months for uh, appointment of Lokpal. Government said we'll uh, bring Lokpal as soon as possible. And he believed them. Yeah. Okay, and uh, the third part was the most interesting part uh, uh, where he wanted electoral reforms, right to recall, right to reject. And the government said that it is uh, the ECI, it comes under the Election Commission of India and will forward the request to ECI. So, so basically nothing's happened basically. But Anna is happy that uh, the government has agreed to his uh, demand. Basically they've given him a good exit window. Huh, but he has said that if not implemented, I'll come back in September. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> part two. <laughs> like Baghi part two with, with Jackie Shroff's son. Hmm. Any Madhu, your views, why, why... Did this not make any? Is it because earlier India Against Corruption team had a lot of journalists in it to uh, no, to, to provoke uh, coverage? I, I think uh, first of all, it was a new idea at that time. Hmm. There was also a lot of corruption and scams that had come out. Hmm. Um, it was completely out of control uh, with the UPA. I think the corruption that has happened in this with the NDA is basically like the banks and the business corruption, which is like what came out. I don't know, have you discussed the Indian Express story on Chanda Kocha? No, we didn't. No. So I think that story basically exposes what the scams are about hmm. because none of these businessmen could take those uh, kind of loans with that massive amount of thousands and thousands of crores right. without cooperation and I might venture to say without payoffs to the bank sure. uh, directors. So chasing the just the businessmen who run off or who are still in this country, who are cheating the country, is not good enough. It's really the people who made enabled them to do it that should be chased after. Mm. And I think it was an excellent story in Indian Express and it's clearly uh, pro quid quo. Yeah, yeah. So that is, and I so I think that at the time that uh, Arvind Kejriwal and Anna Hazare and Kiran Bedi and all, all got together at that time, there was a public outrage uh, against all the scams that had, hmm. because all the, particularly all the ministries hmm. themselves were making money. Now in the, in the NDA, that has gone down. The scams are outside of hmm. uh, the top level ministers hmm. and all that that's not happening that's uh, right. what is you you think that's the reason other um, things are happening yeah but not <laughs> corruption no but mm. i think you know at the i think the media coverage is also different this time because no, because there's no interest uh, there's no interest there's yes. no passion like yes. you're passionately but against corruption because there's so many in scams in all fairness last time the media's interest was 
cause and effect of people's interest yeah yes but clearly it's cause it's, there's no kejriwal i mean that's the biggest kejriwal kejriwal really the guy who made ice yeah. kejriwal was a new, new emergence new so was uh, anna zare coming to delhi and joining forces as a new occurrence mm. so it was a combination of forces mm. none of those were he can't come here and do a fast without anyone else without the massive corruption Sorry. if he had come with as many farmers who marched in mumbai mm. and then he came to delhi right. it would have had an impact it would have yeah, yes absolutely yeah, then it would have yeah but but in, like with anna zare i think he's also carpet bombing a little bit yahan pe like here like the demands he that he got agreed it had electoral reforms it had farmer issues it had like scams whatever they were doing uh, but i think you know when protests happen when you carpet bomb it's just the media also gets confused what to focus it on it gets diffused it's diffused right but if you it would like if you did specifically on pnb scam for example hmm. ki banking sector mein discussion karo parliament mein which they were doing last time on like in 2004 pre 2004 like if his demand for example was that uh, you know pnb scam just discuss it in parliament I think that would have been more effective. Like Lokpal, yeah. Yeah, that like Lokpal. Lokpal yeah. that got him. Like Parliament take action. He's like now like Prime Minister should take But action. Pehle it was Parliament should take action. I think Anna was I think just a face for Kejriwal. I mean I think the brain behind that no was No doubt. You're yeah. absolutely yeah. correct. Um uh, but the thing I think that two or three things that are different. One is of course that people just saw the event, the ground preparation that mm. was carried out. Mm. Of volunteers going from mohalla to mohalla telling them why we are sitting on protest, what this is about. Right. and from each mohalla 15 20 it was a movement, 15, 20, it it was was a movement. movement. Yes. so it wasn't just he came and said and everyone right. i mean there were people going out and convincing people to come from localities nukkars people were talking volunteers were going secondly you see prince fell into a bowel if you remember back in yeah. 2006 yeah. 7 and and there was that wall to wall coverage lots of princes have fallen through bowel since but the life to but but the the life coverage of a child being rescued from a bowel hmm. in real time as bulldozers dig it, dig him out has not been covered after that because ek bar tamasha dekh liya wohi tamasha phir nahi dekhna koi aur tamasha dikhao that Can't is also the same one movie aspect. twice Can't say it twice. so uh, but then okay i'm going to interrupt you here so, so sorry, it's so not a is, trope anymore is what you're saying because well, new there are new tropes there are new tropes like say i mean i'm not comparing it to nirbhaya or anything but for example uh, there was this guy who carried his wife's body sure. in orissa right there were multiple stories done on it after that and Correct. this still happens sometimes sure. like no but that. even the december 16 nirbhaya thing yeah there have been as rapes as violent, violent and as vile as that it hasn't it hasn't happened happen. happen. in fact yeah. there was a story that we did of a child who was who was raped in the most ghastly manner So I uh, yeah so I think I think that any movement that also captures the middle classes that's what really explodes middle classes. Mm-hmm. and also uh, it moves in crests and troughs that that fatigue has still not left us but you never know when it pipes up when again I think those again. are the reasons so on that note I'd like to wind up today's uh, hafta please give me your recommendations but before while you think of your recommendations I'll just tell you the stuff we didn't discuss today CBSC to hold class ten maths and class twelve economic board exam again after. paper leaks i remember this happened in 1990 as well the isc paper was leaked sc seek centers on polygamy and nikah halala and i i find it strange that um, the supreme court recently said that you cannot tell someone to marry who they should marry but the ni was the, the high court was figuring out whether um, that couple hmm. uh, i forget the name hadia hadia case 
and of course the australian ball tampering scandal we haven't discussed this i will leave that to anand vardhan for the hindi podcast he is a cricket expert and lover so you want to start with your recommendation um okay so i would recommend uh, one documentary which i recently watched uh, on netflix called wild wild country mm. which is just amazing and i i it's about osho so before he oh, was I've osho yeah before he was osho and uh, it's it's uh, when he was called rajneesh i so i the, the funny thing is uh, i have a few relatives who are Osho devotees, right? Really? Yeah, and, and I've grown up looking at say whatever insanity that they get into, and uh, when I saw this documentary, I realized the 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 extent to which he went to become who he was. Like he went and bought like an eighty thousand acre plot in America and started to build a city. God yeah, damn it! It's that huge. Was crazy. That was that was crazy. And in yeah. the Midwest, yeah. yeah, in the Midwest, where so, it is the most racist, yeah, closed culture. that is uh, your recommendation that is one um, and? and i would like to recommend krishna kaushik's piece on chanda kosher which was an excellent piece of journalism another i would recommend was this piece in the wire about vice by karnika karnika kohli i think that was also a very excellent story which she did so these three are my recommendations yeah. you can read the one we've done also hmm. yeah oh, you've also done <laughs> story <laughs> i have um, not read that <laughs> yeah the niche story is re- the what i also saw it and what's bizarre is like What a nut job he was! Yeah. yeah. Like, how come we don't know that he was such a like? I've never. No, but I'll tell you one thing. In defense of Rajneesh for. or Osho, um, or Osho followers, like yeah. crazy people. No, I, I'll tell you th- that part of him uh, was the crazy part. Hmm. Um, of course, his accumulating Rolls Royces and hmm. watches and rings was also a sort of a personal turn off for me. But if you only read his books. and you only follow his meditations yeah. they are brilliant yeah absolutely because what he discovered in meditation which all these new age ones are copying him now everything that sri sri ravi shankar does sadguru does all of them whatever they doing they diluted versions of the germ that he put which is mm. one sentence which is that in the olden days you could tell someone to sit down close your eyes and meditate with the mantra or with the breath they could do it but today's man has too much baggage I think wow. men always had baggage, no matter which century. I think you should become a spiritual. So, so what his <laughs> techniques were, basically this: that in many different, can, whether it's dynamic meditation or Kundalini meditation, whatever meditations you, they have a smorgasbord in Osho's ashram even today, starting at six in the morning, ending at seven at night, and all different ones. You sample all of them, but they have one germ which all these people follow. The first fifteen minutes is a method in which you reduce, you remove, uh, try to remove your baggage. Hmm. with various means then the next 15 minutes is then getting aware of that and then finally you sit down and meditate when you're cleansed of all that this is what these people are following hmm. Hmm. so anyway my recommendation is a netflix film it's not new but i recently watched it it's called a futile and stupid gesture it's on a comedy magazine comedy satirical magazine called national lampoon it's hmm. really fun now really really fun movie okay and uh, madhu i'll also give some movies then um i did see the wild wild country one and uh, also this documentary on uh, this uh, archer ladies first all right how she became an indian archer both uh, netflix netflix okay but there are a lot of good documentaries which i will tell you next time after having watched them as far as articles are concerned uh, i've been reading on uh, quite a few things but mo- mainly on this um a uh, facebook 
and Zuckerberg. So there are two very good pieces in Vanity Fair. One is called, uh, they're certainly not prepared, in quotes, what's next for Facebook after Zuckerberg's Mia Kalpa tour. And it starts with how when Mark Zuckerberg bragged to a friend over instant messenger that he'd obtained over 4,000 emails, pictures and addresses. That's in Harvard. Thanks to the dumb Fs among his peers who had submitted them. He may not have known then that such data stores would one day become Facebook's bread and butter and the very essence of its seemingly indomitable business model. And then there's another one. Zuckerberg hits users with the hard truth. You agreed to this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that is going to make him, I think, even more... Unpopular? Unpopular. I'm not saying anything. Okay. So the thing is that the two that I want to recommend is it's it's uh, it's related to the same thing. One is um, it's related to Zuckerberg. Dollars for data. It's from a podcast um, called uh, The Indicator. It's interesting because the one of the creators of this podcast, Cardiff Garcia, or, no Stacy. I think Stacy is the one who basically values over her weekend how much the internet has saved her. So whether it is using a map, whether it is posting a picture on Instagram, whether it is using a cookery, you know, how do you cook X, Y, Z? She's as opposed to buying a cookery book or buying a New York City map to go from elsewhere. So yeah, that's one, I do all this and don't think about it. So yeah. she says basically from- Especially recipes. Friday afternoon to Sunday morning, the internet has given me $144 worth of services for free, which I would ordinarily have paid that much for. Now, if over a year, it has saved me a thousand, two thousand dollars. Is paying for it in exchange with data such a big deal? It's a very interesting take on it. And then economist says, no, you're right. You're getting a lot of stuff for free because of the internet, but the amount you're giving away is worth more. So you should be paid some more. Um, so it's an interesting. It's, I want to. I want to sort of add to this. Um, my ex-boss Tathagat Satpathy had written an article on similar lines in Times of India. Mm -hmm. uh, it was about data is the new oil. Mm -hmm. So if they are extracting data from us, which is like oil, mm -hmm. so they should pay us for it, like Aadhaar. So, but but was I think what was interesting Aadhaar, in, so on this is that he's saying you're already getting a lot of lot value, of it, which yeah. you would ordinarily be paying for. So. Yeah. And the second is a podcast again. Even it's in, like you get a symptom, I do it all the time. I get a lump somewhere or something, and immediately you in check, yeah. middle of the night, oh my god, I've got cancer. Do, it's the worst thing to do. I yeah. don't recommend yeah. it because yeah. they have the most frightening, frightening uh, results. results. So do everything not do is it. cancer. Like everything, even a throat ache is cancer. And the second is um, Invisibilia. It's a podcast, the other real world. It's what I spoke about. How the UN actually back to reality show called Inspire Somalia. It does that often. And how reality shows actually impact reality. And uh, primetime news shows mm. are nothing but reality so shows. So fascinating. I'd like to know how Big Boss impacts people. I don't Dolly Bindra. On that note, please subscribe. Listen to our other podcasts, Awful and Awesome, and Report to Our Orders, as well as oh, Just Oh, by Sports. the way, in, uh, in um, Apple TV, there are... They've, particularly this period have put together some really good documentaries on hacking on data mining mm. and uh, which is what I can't open up I can't and uh, my this thing but if anyone just goes to the uh, iTunes movie list in documentaries you'll see a whole lot of this because they would know what you've come there to see already <laughs> on that thought good point thank you for listening to us hope this urges you to subscribe if any of you are interested in getting involved and being part of News Laundry in any significant way, write to me at abhinandan.sacriat.gmail.com and I'll tell you why our model is the future.
so you can be part of it goodbye and good luck laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please